Listening Dog Media. The Hot Mess Mum. The mum most likely to send her kids to school in regular clothes on non-school uniform day. The mum who forgets to sign the permission slip for school trips. The mum who has probably put leftovers in her kids' lunchbox on more than one occasion. But most importantly, the Hot Mess Mum is actually rocking it and is doing a far better job than even she thinks. Please welcome our Hot Mess Mums, telling it as it is, Kelly and Jenny Powell. It is the Hot Mess Mums Club podcast. I'm Kelly Pegg. And I'm Jenny Powell. There's another Jenny coming though, isn't there? Coming to the party. There is indeed. She is a a TV presenter. We know her on our TV screens very well. She's also the uh, breakfast presenter for Smooth Radio. And she's beautiful as well. We are very pleased to have her on. It is the lovely Jenny Faulkner. Hey, oh, hello. hello Hey, you thought you got rid of us. But no, we're back for another series of the Hot Mess Moms Club. And we've got some very exciting news coming up later on in the show. Yes, thanks to our sponsor, Swan, we're going to be making this Christmas one very special one for one of our Hot Mess Moms. Oh, you shouldn't have, Kelly. No, oh. not you. Sorry. <laughs> Keep listening to find out more details and visit swanbrand.co.uk to check out some of their gorgeous products. The Hot Mess Mums. Kelly Pegg with Jenny Powell. I love doing podcasts like this because it means you get to do them. You don't have to wait because usually if when you have to meet in person, it takes ages, doesn't it? But it's so lovely that we've been able to catch up like this. No, no, it's true. It's not. It's it's just a bit. I am getting a bit sort of weary though of the fact that I can't actually cuddle someone and give. I'm quite sort of huggy, touchy feely. I've realised um, even when I'm working, and I'm missing all that. I've got bored of everyone in this house and the dog. Yeah, <laughs> I know. What you mean. And you have to do that weird. Oh, how close can I get? And then waggle yeah. your elbow thing. And I, yeah. oh, I, I want to hug people too. Yeah, but anyway, we've got a podcast. Maybe this is like a, a hug in a podcast. That's yes. what we hope it's to be. Anyway, so um, nice to see you again. So Jenny, we have we have quite a lot in common because I've just realised you did an experience with. Yeah, I hosted them for. I hosted the yeah. quite a few Jean Claude Van Damme and Arnie, and you've been doing them, haven't you? Yeah. And then there was wordplay we did, which was oh. live a live. Get this, Kelly. It was a live quiz show like oh, daily bloody, yeah. Monday to Friday yeah. oh and we flip flop so one week it was me the next week it was Jenny yeah oh it was quite, wow. that was a good fun it's like a proper nine to four job we had then yeah. I remember that it was like school hours we had to turn up be there for yeah. nine and then we finished at four and that was it that was the day it was I, I thought it was fun that job yeah a little bit of live telly in between but it was proper I mean it was really I mean you have to be pretty skilled to do that if I do say so myself and um, you are the queen of I mean you can do live TV you've done it all haven't you well do you know you must be the same live TV's fun isn't it it's Mm. just I mean if it goes wrong people like it when it goes wrong anyway but I god I love live television I think that's why I like radio as well because you've still got that live element and it's quite nerve-wracking on the radio because you've got no one to bounce off you can't use gestures hand gestures and smiling and facial expressions to kind of get yourself out of a sticky situation literally it's all in your voice and if it goes wrong because you've pressed the wrong button everyone can tell (laughs) well I don't know Kelly because you're a radio girl I don't know because I've not really been in that world much but well you say you can't use hand gestures I've had producers that have used many but I don't think I should talk about the ones that we got like 
you know, um, had to deal with. But yeah, it's true though. You feel like if you do press the wrong button, you feel like everything's gone wrong. But my husband is also a radio guy and he always used to say, no one's died. Just remember that. Because at the time you think, oh my God, you just feel like a complete twit really. Oh yeah. But no one can see your face. No one can. And you just kind of have to, and hope that everyone forgets within a, a minute or two and everyone's yeah. forgotten that and then the emails oh. come in who pressed that button at 827 oh. I, I used to miss hitting the ads Jenny which cost the company money so I got more than an email when <laughs> when I used to do that it was a bit tricky do you did you love do you love radio though do you love doing that I did yeah I've been out of it for a year now um so but I did love it yeah I did I started off as a journalist and then went into presenting when I was about 30 so I've been doing it for nearly 20 years but I found the higher I climbed I don't know it's changed a lot now from from when I started depending on sort of where you are really but yeah I think there's something really special about it especially commercial because it's so instant and it's fast-paced and you do everything yourself when you work in commercial so, which you'll know, you know, you've got to, and I think it's, you've got to drive your own desk. You've got to be able to do all of that. Whereas, you know, my husband works for the BBC and they have about 10 people to press a button. So it's very different, I think. But yeah, I do. I love it. I don't know how, how do you look so good all the time when you're up so early though? Because I want to know that secret. I think I'm a morning person. <laughs> I think that might be it. Also, once you're up, it's like when you go on holiday, isn't it? And you get an early plane. Once you're once you're up, you're up. It's fine. You might just crash later. But um, I I have absolutely no problems with getting up. I have problems staying awake. That's what later in the day. <laughs> so I'm for years. I did a radio show that I had to be up at two thirty in the morning. Seven years of that, and and I would be the person that fell asleep at dinner tables. I mean, we'd go out with friends and I would genuinely fall asleep at the table or at friends' dinner parties, I would fall asleep at the table and people just left me. They didn't even go. My husband never went, I'm going to take Jenny home. He went, I'll just leave her. And she'll wake up. And then I did. I woke up just as everyone else was feeling tired and I'd be like, oh, it's my second wind. Um, but so I think, I think that I've never really had a problem getting up and feeling fresh in the morning. But I don't really do. It's good because you don't have to get dressed up when you go in to do breakfast radio. And I mean, if there are cameras in the studio, which there are on some breakfast shows, then I guess you do make an effort. But I don't really have to make an I'm going in sportswear and no makeup. And that's me. It's easy. Which is so different from what you two have done when you do telly, because you do have to, I mean, you get someone does your makeup and that, but you've got to look, you've got to look good, haven't you, when you're on the camera all the time. It's a different yeah, but, pressure. But it's quite nice when you're doing telly and someone does your makeup and you sit there, because then you feel, you feel better because someone else has done it. Oh, glad. Yeah. But it, it is interesting because only having only dabbled in radio, and this is where I'm in awe of you both, you know, you can rely on so many other things to get you through broadcasting and getting away with looking all right. Because you've got, like you say, your hand gestures, you know, your cheeky grin that might say a thousand words just to get you off the hook, you know, but with radio um, and, and podcasts, really, it's a different story. Yeah, it really yeah. is, isn't it? For, um, but they're all good and they're all fun and they're all it's it's just lovely to have so many opportunities to kind of well to do to broadcast I guess yeah and you've earned it as well doing those kind of shifts they are tough to do in our industry and I think it's great as well that there's a female breakfast show on smooth I think that's brilliant because years and years ago you know it's always been men on breakfast so it's or double headers it's wonderful to have a, a female lead 
really? yeah, I think it's the first time they've done it. And um, of course, no one was more surprised than me because I was just plodding along doing this early breakfast shift on heart, watching them bring in new people going, well, I guess I'm stuck here for another few years. And um, and it just it just kind of carried on. I have to be honest, I was coming to the end of my tether. I wasn't going to carry on doing it for much longer. And then they came over and said, well, actually, we'd like you to do smooth breakfast. And I was like, Yay. oh, okay. Wow. So, <laughs> so you didn't really, it wasn't like a strategic thing for you. I thought, oh, any minute now, I'm just going to work on this and just keep a low profile. And they're going to come to me. It was just a complete surprise. Genuinely. I mean, there are loads of things happen. So on, it all happened last year. And on the Monday, I decided to leave my agents for the, it was, I'd been with them 20 years. Oh, it's a left. big thing. It's like getting divorced, isn't it? Oh my God. And I was having sleepless nights and I was nervous because I was friends with them. But I just yeah. said, you know, it's, it's time that I did something different. And so I left them on the Monday. And then on the, on the Monday, as I left the meeting, I got a phone call from the PA to the very big boss going, um, he wants to see you for a breakfast meeting and now that usually means you're and so I was dreading I was like oh no and I went for this breakfast meeting and he offered me the job and, I, and he's like so I'm going to phone your agent and I went oh yeah about that um oh yeah so who did you were in limbo then so who did yeah. you who gets the commission then is it the new one or the old one or you, know, you just well, done it I you just really I just say. I kind of I kind of sorted the situation out and I did I've got a new agent and but it's but it was typical that everything happened that week that one week was really busy and exciting as well because when you change something so big in your career and if if, if someone listening isn't working in, in media and you don't have an agent well you won't you won't appreciate how crucial they are to helping you with your career I mean all the your work is down to you but they do they are a bit of a crutch really along the way because they do help you and guide you you and advise you so when you get rid of them it's quite daunting yeah yeah it's like being dumped by your parents there's no go-to is there it really is like oh where's the big grown-up to help me with this decision you're absolutely right yeah um but you know from the other end of things you know you're you're a go-to now though aren't you for little ella so you know you get that responsibility you're her agent yeah (laughs) i'm thinking actually it's the other way around with her as well really how old is she she is eight years old and um oh, oh yeah oh, i've gosh, got two amazing. so and my daughter's seven one, today so it's I'm, her birthday do you have Kelly? and then um my little boy's three at christmas he's just feral but yeah two <laughs> and oh and and ridiculously thinking i'm on the verge of do i do i go mad and have a third or do i just think god i'll get my life back in five years if i don't i don't know i don't know but yeah that's where i'm at our hot mess mums telling it like it is kelly peg with jenny powell isn't she lovely so more from our chat with jenny coming up soon but first let me tell you about this we know that 2020 has been a difficult year for everyone so we want to do something to make sure one mum has a christmas to remember for the right reasons this year Our friends at Swan are helping us do this by giving you a voucher for their products for a massive £2,000. Now, if you don't know about Swan, their homeware products are amazing. They're great quality, super stylish, and this money can go a long way to giving your home a facelift this Christmas. We want to find the most deserving mum in the Hot Mess Mums Club, someone who's had the most challenging 12 months. To find them, we want you to nominate someone you know that has gone above and beyond this year, being an incredible mum in the most trying times. To do this, all you need to do is to go to hotmessmumsclub.com forward slash win and let us know all about the person that you're nominating. Do it. 
Entries close at 23.59 on Thursday, 3rd of December, 2020. After this, we'll go through all the entries before finding our hero mum of 2020. Good luck. Kelly Pegg, Jenny Powell, Hot Mess Mums. How old are yours now, Jenny? Oh, I'm way past it all. Well, but Pollyanna's 11, so she'll be going to, to senior school, but Connie's 19, so oh she's at yeah, university. That's weird. That's weird, especially with girls when they go off and you're not going to see them every night and you have no idea what they're doing. You don't want to call them because she, obviously it's not the dumb thing. And you're just sitting there thinking, I wonder if she's okay. <laughs> Never mind eating or, you know, keeping her, her, her sort of halls clean or whatever. It's, it's more about what the hell. All of a sudden there's not that constant uh, communication and it's, it's tricky to get your head around. And of course you miss them as well. Well, apart from now, because we've all been shut indoors for four months together, which has been interesting. <laughs> so how's it all that? But that's another story. So how's Ella getting on? Um, and, and did you have to do the, the homeschooling? And, have yeah. you you know, how's it been? Okay, so during lockdown, I would I would sit exactly where I am now every day and do my radio show. So um, no. I got out of quite a lot of homeschooling. Did you? Because nice, I'm yeah. On air. on air. So my husband would be downstairs with Ella and they'd be doing English and history and all this. I got maths because I like maths. I enjoy it. And he's rubbish at it. So I get Ella to, with the maths. And I actually really enjoyed it because usually she doesn't really ever come to us for anything like that. She just does it yeah. herself. But it was, so it was really nice helping her do all this maths. But obviously you realise that the way you do it is entirely different to the way yeah. the schools teach now. Um, That's it. And, and they go, well, Mr. Mr. Horridge doesn't do it like that. So <laughs> we can't, because if I put that, that my workings out that way, he's going to say that you, he's going to know that you've helped me. And you're like, oh, you know what? As long as the answer's the same, what's the problem? <laughs> the whole homeschooling though was quite, was, I find it interesting because our school were doing, Ella's school, were doing lessons via Zoom. So they'd have morning uh, registration. So they'd all go on at 8.15, I think it was, all be ticked in. Then they'd be given their work for the day and the teacher was on hand and she would take mm. small groups via Zoom if you needed it. Ah. And then she'd do the same in the afternoon. For, so that was for maths and for English. And at the end of the day at three o'clock, she'd do another kind of end of day hour hour long session so Ella worked out that she didn't need to speak to the teacher so she did the registration at 8 15 she could blitz the work by 9 30 yeah free day and yeah. just make sure she's there for 3 30 and to be honest I figure she's eight as long as she does what's required I didn't mm. force her to doing all the surplus stuff because I didn't want her to start being reluctant to doing it and mm. so she did what she had to and then I let her enjoy herself Maybe yeah. that's me being slacking and from a parent's no. point of oh, view. We no, were, we were the same, so weren't we? It was yeah. it was too it was too much at times. Nah. You just got to let them like find their way with it, I think. Because yeah. I pushed a bit and it got thrown back in my face. So but did you see all the pictures of all the other parents and kids? They're like doing they're in their spare time building <laughs> statues of the Egyptian yeah, pyramids. Yeah, they were, they were things that you didn't have to do and you're like, what, you've done that as an extra? Are you mad? Yeah. <laughs> it was the blackboards in the kitchen that got me, you know, when it all started and they had like the whole timetables like written out and it was mums on Instagram and I was like, oh my God, I had this notepad with my terrible handwriting trying to sort of work out when we were going to do stuff. It, it made me feel bad actually, it did. And we had that get up, morning registration, maths, break, <laughs> Um, yeah. reading, gymnastics practice, lunch. And then by the end, it was like, get up, do work free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It says a lot for all of us, really, because what you can achieve 
if you know you haven't got to drive into work or get the bus to school have a million zillion break times have a long lunch you know have a or you know if it's in the workplace you know go outside for a quick fag or whatever people do and say oh you know i've got to do you know i'll get a break now um it's amazing if you just concentrate on what's got to be done and i, I reckon by 11 30 you could just achieve what most people nine to fivers might be achieving now oh i'm getting myself into trouble saying that aren't i <laughs> i'm not i'm not saying I mean? anything yeah thanks I'll, I'll, I'll answer all the letters don't worry but it but it is amazing because it really showed me you know because i say you should be finished pollyanna she'd be like yeah i've done it all and i just think she has and it's like 11 30 brilliant okay um so it, our use of time has been tested and um, it's proved that, you know, I think we are good at faffing about a lot, especially with digestive biscuits and a cup of tea. Oh my God, I'm so good at that bit. Yeah. (laughs) You think how many times you have a cup of tea? Like now as well, working from home, you know, how many times you you sort of like scuttle off and think, oh, I need to tea. Well, we we got rid of the kettle and we got one of those hot water taps. That's oh. annoying because that, but that oh. kill. I love it. Don't get me wrong; it's the best thing. But it kills that bit of faff that you go. I'm just going to boil the yeah. kettle because it's already go boiled. You got you're like, yeah, you're yeah. Like, oh, mm. there's three minutes taken off my time filling <laughs> session. Gone. I'm going to be back at work sooner than I hoped. <laughs> And how's your lovely James, hubby James? Because I think with the early mornings for you, if he's nocturnal, you kind of had it, haven't you? I, know. Well, I mean, there's probably, a, there's a reason we have one child. I'm going to be honest. We never see each other. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's, um, he's, he's amazing. And uh, he's been so, I mean, he's not, he doesn't go to bed early and I tend to have to go to bed early for work. And then I'm up before he's up. So we do generally just see each other on weekends. And although in lockdown, what has been lovely, and I know it's been a very difficult time and it's been really unsettling. But if I was to take something positive out of it, it'd be the fact that, from a personal point of view, I've been able to have breakfast with Ella or at least seen her at breakfast time. She's come in to see me. I've never really had breakfast with her because since she's been one or two, I've been doing early breakfast radio. Um, also, I've seen James during the day and we've we've hung out a lot and I thought, oh God, this is going to be dreadful. We're just going to bicker, but we haven't. We've got on really well and, and it's been great. And after 17 years of being with him, I even got him to try running, which was a miracle. Oh, he joined wow. the 10 billion people that decided to try running in lockdown and he did and um it's been oh it's been lovely it's been really nice this whole period of time i think it's in terms of spending quality time with your closest it's been good from that point of view when yeah. you talk about your running because obviously yeah. jenny loves her yoga and i'm I, really oh my god those videos that you put up all the time make me in, totally envious and her, her handstands and everything oh, oh, she I looks showed, amazing so I showed my daughter because my daughter is obsessed with gymnasts and I showed her all yes. your handstands and things and she was like hmm okay okay <laughs> because there's well, one if I can be an inspiration for an eight-year-old there is hope <laughs> oh my god it is impressive though I'm rubbish rubbish at holding myself up against the wall like you do for ages no, but, but you run miles a- don't you I mean how many marathons uh, this year is meant to be my ninth marathon, if it happens, the wow. London Marathon, so, which is meant to be happening in October. So if it does, that'll be the night. Although I feel like I'm really out of practice because I'm not used to training now, so I'm way behind in the schedule. But yeah, no, I, I just like the way it makes you feel, that's all. I'm sure you feel the same with, with your chosen kind of like exercise regimes or whatever. It just makes you feel good and that's why we do it. That's why we come back for more. The Hot Mess Mums. Kelly Pegg with Jenny Powell. 
We're back for another series of the Hot Mess Mums Club and you can join us. Become a member of the Hot Mess Mums Club today and join our amazing community of mums across the country. Being a parent can be a lonely place at times, so come and be part of our special club and we can get through our parenting struggles together. Once you join the club, you'll receive a goodie bag, including... Oh, my favourite CBD product from Greenstem, um, this lovely lip balm, which is Gorge. Um, also, Misfits protein bars, which I love too, and they're really tasty. Talking of tasty, Kelly. <laughs> and some fabulous t-shirts that have been designed by Sea Soul and Snow. They are so, so lovely. We cannot wait to get them out to you. Not only that, but you'll also get bonus bits from every episode. You'll have access to exclusive zoom lunches with our fellow mums and live shows and you'll be able to join the two of us on an instagram live hey they're good as well aren't they i mean we just go rambling on it's it's good fun honestly so to become a member of the hot mess mums club visit our website at hotmessmumsclub.com and sign up tell you what sign up today our hot mess mums telling it like it is Kelly Pegg with Jenny Powell. I've got to ask, when you do your marathon training, does your food change quite a bit? Like, you know, do you have to, do you go on a certain diet? Is it, do you get to eat high carbs and biscuits and whatever you want all the time? Or, or do you have to eat differently to your husband and daughter? How does it all work? Well, the, I am, this is where I'm not very good. I'm not very good at nutrition, <laughs> never have been. I basically like eating. So I, I, I run so I can eat. That's basically what it is. I like to eat food. I like a glass of wine. So I see that as long as I run, it balances out. That's basically what it is. So when it comes to marathon training, I'm like, I think I need to eat a bit more. And that's basically all it is. And if it's more pasta, fine. If it's something else, fine. And I've got to try hard not to make it biscuits. But, you know, I just, I'm, I'm not, I'm not so knowledgeable on the nutrition side or I am, but just choose to ignore, ignore it and eat what I want and try and eat sensibly and try and do protein shakes but I find it quite hard and also especially when you're trying to cook for the family and find something that balances everyone um, yes. it's bad it's hard enough cooking you know something without chili for Ella and something with it for us as opposed to then cooking something completely different that they wouldn't like for for me but so anyway I just try and keep it simple well, you look, you do look amazing. I mean, Jenny does as well. I think it must be something about being a woman and working in television or whatever, that both of you look, A, much younger than your years, but also just both, you know, look incredible. I think so, working in telly age me, to be honest. No. <laughs> do you know what? I was at my hairdressers on Saturday and she was saying, yeah. how, how old is she? Let me guess. And she was running like in her 30s with numbers. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, no, she can't be. But she can't be any older than that. What, and 30s? In your 30s. And I was like, no, she's higher, higher. And they higher, couldn't higher. believe it. Yeah. They were like, get out of town. I know. No. And there's, my husband said to me today, call me a big old donkey. And I'm only 38. That's what I get. Big old uh. bloody donkey. Bastard. <laughs> but never mind. <laughs> I'm, I think it's hard to tell people's age now. I'm rubbish at it. I yeah, can't tell anyone. I just assume, by the way, I assume everyone's about the same age. And it's only then when you start chatting and you talk about like a song or a TV show you used yeah, to watch. And they're like, oh, about yeah. yeah, I've never heard of that. You think, God, yeah. you are actually much younger than me, aren't you? Yeah, I tend not to go down that road. I put. No. Um, I was talking about Saturday Night Fever to people. And, and even that, they were like, what is she talking about? I was like, oh. 
They don't remember lycra trousers and sequin boob tubes. They have no idea. <laughs> uh, they might remember it, but the second time round. I'm one of those people. I Now, you know, this generation, like even Connie, 19, you know, a lot of music and stuff is second time round, but from my youth. And, and, and they're going, gosh, how do you know that song? Oh, well, really current. Not, not, not mentioning fact. Well, actually, that's a really old song. It's about 35 years old. Um, yeah, so I'm getting away with it at the moment. But thanks, Kelly. I'll take that as a compliment. And, uh, I know. Tell your lady. Tell your lady. Yeah. Yeah, just tell her I'm 37. Yeah. That's brilliant. I wish someone would say that about me. That'd be amazing. It's funny, isn't it? I hate it when people go, people go, when you say, when someone asks you your age and you say, how old do you think I am? And you're like looking at them as if to say, There's pressure, isn't it? Say it young better, say something good. Yeah. I used to do that at checkouts when I bought alcohol and they'd say, you know, I'd be waiting for them to say, if you're going to show me your ID or whatever. And I'd say, do you not want to ask me for my ID? And my husband said to me, you need to stop doing that. Like, it's really obvious you're older than 18. Please stop. But I just hoped one day somebody would, but it never happened. Oh, <laughs> oh Kelly. If I, if only we could all be in Kelly's world. I think that's another <laughs> podcast altogether, isn't it? I don't, I don't think you want to be. I don't think you want to be. <laughs> so another thing that I've uh, discovered we've got in, in common... Um, I haven't got anything in common with Kelly, really, have I yet? Oh, oh, no, I haven't done it after all these months. We're very it's different. Not, oh, wait, there must be something. Yeah, it does work. Yeah, this it's... podcast is what we've got in common. But Jenny, you've got the <laughs> yeah. same name, I thought I'd just say, just oh, in yeah. case you didn't realise. Uh, but also, <laughs> you got proposed to in New York. Yeah, oh, I did. So did, you I. did too. So yeah. did I. What? <gasps> yeah, oh, Empire. top of the Empire State Building. <gasps> My engagement can... ring comes from Tiffany's. See, Ooh, that's great us girls, can have, girls love a little um, proposal story, especially mm, yeah. when it's in New York. So it obviously is the most romantic <laughs> place to propose to someone, isn't it? So how, nice. how did, well, you can, I, I'm dying to hear all the stories then. Okay, so you were top of Empire State then, were you, Kelly? Yeah, my favourite place at night time. It was lovely. Oh, sounds really nice. Very. Mm. What, is that, what was that film, Sleepless in Seattle, when they end yeah. up there? Yeah. Oh, nice. Where were you? Where, where were you, Jenny? I was in a, it, it was um, a, a restaurant called Blue Hill Farm, which was uh, like a, an organic, uh, clean eating restaurant, which was just outside of New York. So I got swept off there for this meal that took five hours. That's how long it took. There was a different oh. waiter for each course to explain oh the history. Oh my God. And the, yeah, it's one of those. <laughs> and then this woman, Martin proposed to me, well, was about to propose to me and he asked this woman, he said, would you mind just videoing this for me? And she was like, yeah, sure. And she, we were outside and I was like, why do you want a video this? And he said, I just want to have a little video before we go in and eat. And I was like, we're just going to go and eat. What are you going to say? And I said, all right. And anyway, she was supposedly videoing the proposal. And anyway, she didn't press play. <gasps> she didn't press record. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> she was mortified. I mean, God. mortified. Can you imagine that? That'll live with her for the rest Can of the week. Can you just do that time. again? Yeah. It's like, what, what do you mean you didn't press record? Anyway, so what about you, Jen? Um, so I think James had been planning it. He just didn't know when he was going to do it. So he was carrying the ring in his pocket. And we went, we went on the, it was August. And we went on the Billy Joel tribute band cruise. I'd planned it in advance. And I was like, this is going to be fun. And we turned up and we were going out and I had like a little, little tight cocktail dress on and he was like dressed up. And it was all Americans from a coach trip with bum bags and cameras and caps saying from oh, the no. like, I mean it was I mean it was proper touristville and it was it was 
hilarious. Anyway, it was sunset. We went on this boat and the Billy Joel tribute band were playing upstairs. And I think it was between like Piano Man and We Didn't Start the Fire or one of those songs. Oh. Anyway, and it was under the Brooklyn Bridge and he asked the question and I was like, oh, yeah, that'd be amazing. And uh he went off to the bar to get a drink and then I was left on my own surrounded by a sea of bum bags and vest tops and American <laughs> tourists. I just got engaged and they were like, oh, wow, that's really cool. And then they turned back to the view of the Statue of Liberty or whatever else they'd seen. But it was a funny, funny suit setting and something totally memorable and it was beautiful yeah. at sunset. Just gorgeous. But yeah, under the Brooklyn Bridge is what we go with as opposed oh. to on the Billy Joel tribute band cruise. Like yeah, it. You play on the Brooklyn Bridge thing more. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah. But we can all understand why so many romantic movies have come from that place because you know oh, you have yeah. to you have to be there. It. There's just something in the air. But anyway, um I think I might um I might go for a run. Oh, well that's good. Do you run usually? No. See, so what I did, I, I ran a lot in my forties, uh and my thirties, late thirties, yeah mid 40s I was running and then I stopped because my knee started squeaking if I'm honest right okay and I found it was a bit of wear and tear and maybe you know and it that that does happen um yeah so then I started to sort of lift and and do weights and stuff um so but you kind of inspire me because it's just that glint in your eye for somebody who's got up at four o'clock in the morning I know I'm sold yeah you need to take a good I feel this look at me I'm like a blooming promoter at the moment you need to take a good no, supplement like as well that's what you Ooh, like to do talk supplements to us because we love that okay, we do so i have one you see i've launched one i launched one ah. in, lo in lockdown yeah. i must have been one of the few people that decided it was a good time to launch a new business and we were mm -hmm. like oh no lockdown <laughs> do we still do it anyway it's a collagen supplement it's really good um genuinely really good mm -hmm. for protecting your bones and your joints and your cartilage and and helping with recovery after exercise. And also it's got, it's really good for your skin and your yeah. nails and your hair, but more than it protects all your joints and stuff. So that would be, it's worth worth looking into. There are loads of collagen supplements out there. You don't have to take mine, yeah. but if you did want mine, it's called Colo, K-O-L-L-O. Oh, Colo. yeah, okay. I'll have a look. Yes. Yeah. And you oh, take well, it, it's like a liquid, it's a that. liquid collagen. You take it once a day. Okay. And pop it in some water, it tastes nice as well. And it's oh. got lots of vitamins in there. Be okay, and what's your different. supplement of that that you're onto at the moment, then, Kelly? Have you got? Well, one? I have a whole lot, so I oh, have them in my cupboard there. Yeah, so I have vitamin D. I have an iron. Um, oh God, I've got. Um, what did the medicinal chef tell us to take? B something or other. I've got that in the cupboard. B twelve. B twelve. That's, that's yeah. in colo. Yeah. Oh, magnesium. A bit. Okay. Of, I have a magnesium, yeah, and then I've got. Yeah, and I've got the full, um, you know, the one Tess Daly is the face for mm. well-being. What's it called? Hang on. The Vitabiotics oh, range. Yeah, That's it'll probably it. see yeah, where it's all one. in one. So I, yeah. yeah, so I take all of those and that. But I'm quite interested in yours. If it does it all in one, yeah. then... And it's got um, B1, B5, B6, B12, vitamin oh, C and L-lysine. Really, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well. so it's good. It's really good. Oh, yeah. Good for the immune system as well. We're getting yeah. really good, um, great feedback from people that are just saying it's really helped their skin. Any 
we're not making these claims, but people are saying that it's helped with their eczema or psoriasis and people mm. who have arthritis, it helps ease the pain of arthritis. And um, so that's that's been really amazing to hear from people that are saying that. So it's been nice. But it is, look, I genuinely, I genuinely think it's good. So I'm just saying that. Same you see, you said you were there. lazy in lockdown, but you, you've launched your own You've been a busy bee. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've, done it all, I've done it all from the sofa. Sat here on my backside <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> we should have launched something, shouldn't we? We should have come up with yeah, something. Yeah, you, you two should launch yeah. something together. A cocktail in I a can. I could have launched myself oh. in a rocket to get as far away from here as possible. I know that. No. <laughs> oh, it's been so lush having you on. Really, oh, it's really, been really nice. you know, it's been yes. lovely having a chat. Look, both of you do the, do some running and come on Rumpod and talk about running as well. There we go. Yeah, I don't, I'll, I'll get Jenny what? can. I don't think I would, honestly. <laughs> I've been looked like a hippo going down the street. You know, I've got a lovely track near me that goes past a stream and people run. And I'm always saying to Chris, I'm going to get myself some that. trainers. But I just, I don't know. It's never been my thing, really. But maybe I should give it a go as well. But do you know what? It's always the same. If you just do it the once, just do it. And then after that, you'll, you'll get, you, you just get a little twitch. You think, oh, yeah. I'll do it again tomorrow. And they think, oh, actually, I think I'll do it the day after tomorrow as well. And then the day after. And then it, I think once you've done it, you just have to go for it and do it. Because yeah. I know when I do it, that'll be it again. But just yeah, set yourself to, a little challenge. Yeah, just see let's yes. do that. Yeah. Okay, so that's mine. Um, and uh, Jenny's to get outside of her house at some point <laughs> during the summer. Yeah. Don't mind where. And Kelly, I don't know where to start with you. I just need to come out of lockdown. It has it has like, ended and I'm still yeah. in it. So Yeah, your I life mean, lockdown has got to end at some point because it's not lifelong. Lifelong, not lockdown. That's what I'm going to say to you. Yeah. But thanks so much, Jenny. It's lovely yes. to, to speak to you. And it's just a lovely, easy, girly chat. I love that. Oh. So well, it's been really appreciated. nice. Thank you so much for having me on as well. Really oh, appreciate it's a it. Pleasure. Hopefully at some point I'll see you in person, both of you, and that nice, would be really nice. It? Yeah, yeah that would be lovely. Some kind of uh, like real interaction where we actually see people in the flesh and we're allowed to hug. Oh, but in the nice. meantime, yeah, take our podcast hug instead. Kelly Pegg, Jenny Powell, Hot Mess Mums. We're giving away an incredible voucher for Swan's products worth £2,000 all across this series. We want to find the most deserving mum in the Hot Mess Mums Club and we need you to help us. To do this, all you need to do is go to hotmessmumsclub.com forward slash win and let us know all about the person you're nominating. Entries close at 23.59 on Thursday the 3rd of December 2020. After this, we'll go through all the entries before finding our hero mum of 2020. A massive good luck. 